0: Welcome back to the Any Given Thursday podcast. This is Max speaking, and with me as always is David Bloomin' Bloomquest, David the the Big Bloom Bloom, David the Bloomin' Bloomquest, the Quest of bloom.
1: David. <laughs> Am I supposed to follow that up? If you want I to, was... I don't know. It's pretty impressive to come up with all those on the spot. I don't know how I'm supposed to follow that up to you. Up to you. How are you feeling today, Maxwell? You excited for the draws that we got? I'm so
0: excited. The Europa League and the Conference League draws dropped Monday morning. We are just getting to them now due to our schedules, but they're pretty tasty in some cases. Um, And that's we're going to talk about them. Obviously, at the top, there's it would be stupid to go into too much to delve too much into the into the mechanics and the tactics and the personnel. I think at this time, given that these will be in February and in less than two weeks there's gonna be a World Cup somehow. And meaning all these players will either have a month off and not be match fit anymore, (laughs) or they'll be, you know, exhausted playing in a World Cup or heartbroken or ecstatic. Or, you know, and then there's a January transfer window where players can be brought in and sold and then managers fired and brought in so it would be foolish all that is to say it would be foolish to i think talk in too much depth here instead though we're just going to give you like a basic rundown of where we are today what we're looking forward to in february and uh anything that might that we think might pertain to your to your uh ready made years for our V- verbal consumption yeah and i think our, that yeah. we um, might get to uh, some
1: <sighs> loose tactical stuff for teams where we're fairly confident we know the manager is still going to be there so like salzburg we'll probably talk about their tactics a little bit and how it can play into i feel we both think ten hog will be there come february so mm. we might say something about Manchester united We'll make some loose predictions when we find out who they yeah. are talking who they're playing
0: yeah we'll make some loose predictions but uh as I think as we would pick them today if they were playing tomorrow. Yeah. But obviously a lot of these could change come February. Mm. But this is is our reactions pot. Whereas, you know, it's content.
1: We got to put out the content. Content. It's the content. It's for the the people. It's for the people. It's for the people. Got to give the people what they want. Let's
0: go ahead and start off then in the Europa League with the undisputed spiciest draw. It is Barcelona and Manchester United. It's what the soccer gods needed to give us it's what the people were clamoring for and it really makes you question whether there is in fact collusion uh on this <laughs> scale in uefa
1: yeah i think but, this combined with some of those uh spicy champions league draws yeah. that people were like "Ooh, that would be I know. probably the biggest match up we Perez could get it's
0: like we don't play liverpool enough this is why we need a super league they're like well <laughs> well here you go so <laughs> we're
1: complaining about not getting the big teams yeah. and the money this there will give them go. the money
0: can you get more than they bargained for perhaps Uh, But it's what we deserved.
1: I was up at 7 a.m. on Monday morning getting ready for school. And I was like, I'll tune in, you know, watch these lives so I can react on Twitter and Mm -hmm. engage with our followers there. but I saw Barcelona's name was the first one out and was like, ooh, this is going to be fun to see who they get. And then Manchester United so right good, away. Dude. It was... So good. Uh, I literally had that like shocked Pikachu <laughs> meme face. I was so excited to see this draw.
0: The best thing about this one, too, is that someone will be inevitably really disappointed and embarrassed by going out here. Mm-hmm. There's two and managers,
1: too, that have gotten a lot of shtick yeah. for their performances so and far. And literally,
0: I, whoever it is, I'll be glad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it will be interesting to see how, like... The fans and the the passionate fan bases that both these teams have react to one of them going out before mm-hmm. even the round of 16 in the Europa League. Mm-hmm. And these are two very reactionary fan bases. so Indeed.
0: Th- All of it is so fun.
1: <laughs> just so fun. Although I do think Barca gets a lot of the shtick they've gotten, a lot of the criticism they've gotten, a little unwarranted. They're five points clear at the top of La Liga right now. Yeah, so Real just lost to Vallecano. Mm-hmm. And their only losses this year are at Real... Twice to Bayern and Mm -hmm. at Inter. Mm -hmm. It's really not a bad loss. Not bad losses. So I think looking at that and also like just Lewandowski going against United's defense. I feel like that's a huge advantage for Barca. Yeah. I think I have to give them the advantage because I think they've just been better than the media and the fans have given them credit for being. So I think they can beat Manchester United in this one.
0: Yeah, I think so. Plenty. I think the criticism has been fair of them that they sort of this sort of presupposes that they can sort of buy their way out of um, mm-hmm. actually coming up with tactical systems. Not that Javi, I'm not sure. I don't think Xavi's a bad manager or anything. I just think it's like we've talked off air a lot about how Barcelona has this has Xavi has this weird insistence of playing the same types of wingers on both sides of the ball. It seems when you wonder if a little more like diversity in the front line. Could could especially against certain teams like Inter, for instance. were I mean, obviously that second game was wild, but mm-hmm. Inter at times were able to control them by, you know, if if Dembele isn't putting in per- perfect pitch perfect crosses, and you know, then then and they rely so much on him in creation, yeah. and then they don't have a lot of natural goal scorers outside of Lewandowski that actually play. That is, mm-hmm. like, like you, they have a lot of like fancy wingers, but like Rafinha. And Dembele don't score that much. There seem to be Javi's preferred two on the wing. Like, Ferran Torres doesn't score that much. Ansu Fati can, but has He's been, been out slowly while, working his Baywack yeah. to fitness for, very, bu- for years and years. Very slowly. I, it's funny, again, when you think about it, like, if only they had somebody who's, like, a proven goal scorer at, like, multiple levels. And inter- is going to be, like, the star on his international team. Oh, wait. Memphis Depay. I knew exactly where you were going Why with don't this? they play Memphis Depay? It doesn't, but that's, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But... Like, but, and then Manchester United has been, you know, slowly trending upwards since the Brentford result, They Ten Hag, slowly been molding them, and remember, they'll have the benefit of a January transfer window to maybe shore up a couple of spots. That being said, at the time of recording, it's hard to see how United overcomes the Lewandowski matchup, and how United can be clinical enough to... Take advantage of Barca's biggest weakness, which is their defense. Yeah, and but maybe at that point, Barcelona also brings in like seventeen more center backs. You know, I mean, PK uh, will be gone, which Pique is will a be huge. A God.
1: Like, I mean, legendary career, one of the best center backs of his generation. But man, he, he was costing now. Barca so many games. And you know, the, oh.
0: one can only hope for Barcelona's sake that they don't play Eric Garcia. Yeah, but they probably will. I also don't <laughs> think they should
1: be playing Rafinha. I don't think he adds anything to the team. I think it was a Bazzi. total waste of money to bring him in yeah. and i thought that at the time i remember well mm-hmm. at least for the price they paid the price i is thought excessive, the yeah. price was excessive like 60 but yeah it's a lot yeah. 60 to 65 somewhere lot, in that range yeah it's a yeah. lot um but yeah like you said lewandowski a big jump to make too from Leiden. i don't think united have anybody that can compete with him in the air except maybe maguire but i don't think
0: martinez can give it can 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 grow a couple inches. i think martinez <laughs> is better
1: in the air than people give him credit oh, for he is, yeah. but he is not good enough to Lockdown Lewandowski. He, he needs
0: that extra five inches, dude. How is he going to compete with him? I
1: mean,
0: actually, I think it's more. Lewandowski's what six three?
1: Yeah, and Martinez is five, five nine. nine. Yeah, that's six inches right wow. there. Wow, that's a lot of inches. Wow. Or so my ex-girlfriend oh, telling me.
0: Wow. <laughs> a whole penis length. <laughs> average okay. penis length of. uh wow, you're just penis length.
1: Kind of around the innuendo, going straight in.
0: Of a uh, of a height difference there. That's something you really you can't, can't overcome, unless you have a really, really deep hole
1: which i'm not which you are losing this metaphor <laughs> with each word that you say you
0: know who else you could find down that deep dark hole harry Maguire,
1: who has his own who has plethora lost, of issues who has not only could,
0: lost his starting spot he has lost his backup spot to Lindelof. Mm-hmm. Lindelof has been starting as long as i yes yeah. i don't anyway, think Lindelof we're getting Lof way off the rails in the air either i'm going ray off the rails on this particular draw but that's what that's what the discourse is going to be about this one. I think we both have Barca advancing yeah. for now.
1: But this is something that United are definitely a team that could bring in yeah. new faces. So are Barca as well. Yeah. We new faces change. in January. Uh, speaking of bringing in new faces, Juventus will be looking to bring in four or five injured players <laughs> back into the fold when they face Nantes, <laughs> Nantes in their playoff matchup. Yeah, I think this is a really, really lucky draw for no Juventus. Shit. Nantes are mm. not looking particularly well um no this Juventus is like State probably actually,
0: the uh, out of all the teams this is maybe the worst team in the
1: in the Europa League playoff mm-hmm. we say that but Juve's last four eliminations have come from teams that were considered some of the worst teams remaining yeah, but and were really League. big upsets yeah but they were still big upsets I mean I agree not are another level behind <laughs> when they
0: got done the, by what where those Porto, those uh
1: Ajax Lyon Porto and Villarreal sure which were all considered like the easiest matchup they could have gotten. Yeah, Leon made the semifinals.
0: so did Villarreal yeah. and Ajax. Villarreal made the semifinals. Ajax made the semifinals. So Porto if made not when this game. they will make the semifinals. Exactly. Yeah. But like this is a whole other thing. Not are not that good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I definitely. I, I think not cause... have no chance in this tie. Mm-hmm. Uh you know you especially just... with, with... Uh, Chiesa back. And Pogba back. And Pogba
1: back. If Pogba
0: um, is ever back. back I'm not yeah. like totally sold that Pogba okay, We'll get to again.
1: this in uh, the hot take section at the end yeah. of this. But I'm not entirely sure Pogba would make a huge difference for this Juventus team right now. Um, Chiesa will. I mean, he came on against Inter and looked really good. I think he has a really important dynamic of creativity and confidence uh, to that front line. Because he'll probably be playing in a front two. Allegra used a 3-5-2 against Inter worked really 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 well so i think they are kind of like turning things around a little bit and should be able to take it but
0: like they it seems like they've these new kids are paying off right Mm -hmm. does allegri immediately forget about them again when the when his preferred people come? it's allegri so probably and and i'm sure like i wonder part of me wonders if they are going to go through this whole thing again in january where it's like they're playing some players who are working back into fitness and stale And they struggle again when they have these kids who have proven to be like difference makers sitting there on the bench for injections of energy.
1: I think the difference here now is that Locatelli's benched Paredes when Paredes comes back. I think Locatelli's Mm -hmm. the starter at the defensive mid position. And I think that uh, Miretti benched McKinney. I don't think McKinney gets into this team at all right now. Uh, So I think that even if the kids aren't starting, they're at least first options off the bench or Fagioli is a matchup option right where if you, you want to play McKinney's with him gone in january I think McKenney should yeah. be I think for his career he should be gone because I don't think he'll play yeah. at all second he has in the been playing a lot still but I guess yeah but, for well, he's, been out, he's been out recently for necessity and Miretti's been great in his absence yeah I think Fagioli as a kind of 10 or more attacking midfield option Fagioli is
0: such a stereotypical
1: thing I mean it means game. it means beans it's, it's just a word It's <laughs> ridiculous a fagioli
0: a boof yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that he'll be forced to play these guys because they forced him to play them. They, yeah, I, I also really hope Bonucci doesn't play in this matchup. I think the Brazilian back three, Alexandro, Bremer, <laughs> Danilo, Brazilian. has looked really good. Uh, the Bremen, BBT? Yeah. <laughs> BBT, the Brazilian BBT. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so I think Juve should take this pretty easily. Juve no, they're not. Easily. I, it, not really that good a team, and they struggle in the group stage. They don't look like they can handle the condensed schedule. No, and they're not like playing fifteenth. Mo- they're like fifteenth. Yeah, they're barely out of the relegation zone right now. Yeah. um Also, you may have won this competition three times. Maybe they can add a fourth. Ooh, Ooh yeah, fun! Yeah, yeah. All right, should we move on to the third matchup that was drawn, and it's Sporting against Michelin. Indeed, what this is an think?
0: interesting one because I don't really know what to like I don't really know what. These teams will look like, mm-hmm. and I don't even if they play tomorrow. I still have no idea what to say about it because it's really hard to tell with Mitchell and in particular, yeah. who have are like bottom half in Denmark, and are still and have played so much better in this competition than domestically. And if they play like they did for the six games in the group stage, they could give Sporting really a tough time. And Sporting, it's weird because they should on one hand be in the Champions League still. Because they blew a 1-0 lead at home to Frankfurt, all they had to do was get a draw, and they would have been through. Instead, they gave up two goals in the second half, they lost, and if the Tottenham-Marseille result held at a draw, they would have been out of the competition altogether. <laughs> so, they should have gone through, they also should have gone out of Europe completely at the yeah. same time. Uh, they split the difference, thanks to Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang <laughs> and Marseille deciding not to put any defenders in the back at all.
1: I appreciate okay this is a, a no, sidebar I appreciate Marseille going for it and no. not accepting the Europa okay. League but you didn't you did not <laughs> That's to get not why dude
0: That's not why you did not hear about the drama
1: I heard about the drama that uh, Tudor the, didn't know, but that nobody. Or knew? that Tudor tried to tell them, but that that's it bullshit, didn't get dude. carried over I, into there. You could tell
0: you could you could tell it was not too loud. It could tell a fucking ball. like
1: yeah. They only had they had a whole quarter of the stadium wasn't allowed to have fans in it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But that's a ridiculous I, excuse. I think he should have just said we wanted to go for it and qualify yeah. for the Champions League. That's a really right bad look to, to be like we, had, uh, we we couldn't we didn't know. We had an easy out the so so. to be didn't like know. we wanted to be aggressive. Yeah, but whatever this is not that relevant i mean no. it's relevant because it relates to sporting but yeah yeah
0: but yes yeah, sp- sporting you know obviously like when when ruben re- Amorim took over he's like 37 only still he took over like 35 and he ended their 19 year title drought last year they made the knockouts of the youth of the champions league so it's like it's really been trending upwards he's been on like one of the first coaches to you know replace um sort of big clubs uh, outside of Portugal. But, you know, they've been struggling a little bit this year. Obviously, you'd think he'd have a lot of leash given his past two years. But I don't really know what to make of this team right now either. I think they're in sixth or seventh right now. I mean, not that far off, like, top three, four spots. But, yeah, like, I don't really know what to make of this at this, this point.
1: I agree with you. I also think it's important to look at, when we're talking about their Champions League performances, the two red cards they got against Marseille <laughs> yeah. in both the games. I think if they don't get those, likely manage to draw in at least one of those games yeah. to get out. Yeah, that was probably unlucky. Uh, so I do think there was a pretty sizable amount of unluck that mm-hmm. went their way. But I feel like Michelin are very similar too, in that they're kind of difficult to talk about because they go so up and down. I mean, they're mid-table right now in the Danish Superliga, but they came second in that crazy group F on goal difference because they beat Lazio 6-1. Yeah. Right? Like... <laughs> It's just so difficult to kind of talk about them. I feel like their best hope is to turn this into kind of a chaotic matchup where they seem to kind of thrive off that and hope that they can catch Sporting making a mistake.
0: Got to get a good result at home. Mm-hmm. Got to probably win at home.
1: Yeah, I definitely think so. I don't think there's a way they can take a yeah. uh, See out of victory yeah. in, uh, good in, Portugal. There. in Portugal. But I have Sporting advancing and I don't really have a score prediction or anything they did meet one time before just to kind of give this some context in the 2001-2002 UEFA Cup first round and uh, Sporting won that 6-2 on aggregate
0: I'm going to take Sporting 2 for now but I think it'll be like tighter than it should be Mm -hmm. because that's kind of been the Michelin vibe so far yeah
1: feels like we're agreeing on a lot of these teams advancing yeah we think the favorites are Yeah. yeah but this one next up was Shakhtar and Ren so, Rennes have, for me, quickly become one of my favorite teams in Europe after watching them in the Europa League, I and mean, they somehow still managed to find themselves the villains in this draw, despite being, I think, having won over a lot of new fans. They are French. They are French. Natural villains. But I think they won over a lot of new fans in the group stages and in league on this year, but Shakhtar, I mean, everyone loves Shakhtar right now. Yeah, which Can't is funny, because before, teams. like,
0: it's like one of the last Ukrainian teams you'd root for. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but... Uh, Shakhtar have proven themselves. I think this year so far as a really tough opponent. Had they some
0: crazy results in the Champions League. Mm-hmm.
1: Got the draw against Real. They should over have beaten over Real. Mitzig. Yeah,
0: they give him a ninety-fifth minute goal to mm-hmm. to like a hundred stitched up the hundred stitched up head of of uh, Tony Rudiger mm-hmm. in his one of his like crazed mental states that oh, he gets
1: into. The photos we got after that yeah. with his bloodshot <laughs> eye. Such a lunatic! Oh, amazing. The uh, they did play once before. It was the 2005 Europa League. It was just one leg because that's how it was back then for the group stages. And Shakhtar won that as well. Uh, but I think Ren's kind of creativity offensively, the openness that they play with, I think can really benefit them. But if Shakhtar are as clinical as they were in the Champions League, they could definitely get out of here. I have Ren very barely.
0: I'm going to also take Ren very barely. I think the... Long-term with them, I'd be, I'd love to see them make a deep run and put that together. You still, but they still have questions to answer, I think, about just age and experience. Yeah. And Shakhtar, I don't feel comfortable picking them either, just given the unfortunate circumstances. You just never know what's going to happen in the next three months' time. Yeah. If they have to lose players, you never really know. Um, so at the moment, I'm going to say Ren also.
1: I do think Ren are also one of the teams that's most likely to be picked apart in January. Because, because they possible. have a lot of young Probably promising Probably more likely stars. in the summer though. I, I agree. I think it's always more likely in the summer. But when I look at the Europa League and who I think might sell in January, mm-hmm. Ren and Sporting pop out to me as teams that would be more likely to sell in January than the others. Not that I think yeah. they will sell.
0: Fortunately, Ren isn't quite as extreme about that as like Leal or yeah. oh, or Lille, others, you know what I mean? Lille, they'd be gone. Yeah, they'd be gone already.
1: Half they, of them to Milan. Yeah. But uh, let's move on. Yeah. Ajax and Union. Two more really likable teams.
0: Very interesting Germanic derby here.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think the this is one where I do want to talk about the tactics because neither manager is going to get fired or leave by February, right? This is true. So I think Union's tactics where they kind of sit back, they are fine without possession, seems to be a really good fit to beat Ajax's system. Like, Ajax will play really short and take a really long time to build. But when they do, their whole team is going to move forward, which will allow Union to kind of catch them on the break. And I think we've seen it a couple of times with Ajax when they got caught in the Champions League and domestically. So I think there's an opportunity for Union to take this just from a tactical matchup perspective, not even thinking about who has the better players.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. I just think Ajax, i am just take Ajax because of the quality. is yeah, better. I think that's fair. And they also, you know, they, they started a little sluggishly I mean, they're still, like, a, I think a, I mean, they're still... They're neck and neck with PSV in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, they finished third in kind of a nightmare uh, group Oof. with yeah. Napoli in their best form ever and Liverpool being Liverpool. normal. Liverpool yeah. are a
1: pretty good team. So,
0: that was a tough situation with them. And they had so much turnover from the squad and the manager, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, I think if you give them another couple of months to put pieces together, then... I, like just their sheer quality to to that's... persevere um well they'll also have you know they might have a couple of their players get a run in the dutch team mm-hmm. we'll see yeah i just think i just think they're and, and that and union's experience which you know they can't they can't win both these
1: legs one nil yeah so i need well, to see <laughs> i mean, they could, I, mean <laughs> I, need, I never know what i need team. more i need
0: to see more of them first
1: that's totally fair it is also interesting that they kind of hit their little wobble right now so eh. going into the break. Yeah. So it'll be interesting might to be see a how time they... time for them, yeah. Yeah, do they either come back refreshed and ready to go? Probably. And are like, oh, that was, that They're was before this is back. are not going to have a lot of players on the World Cup still, squad, so... I, yeah.
0: This might actually be good timing for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I have Union advancing, you have Ajax advancing. Our I first do. disagreement so Indeed. far. All right, uh, this next matchup is Bayer Leverkusen are hosting, well, not hosting, it's two legs. The Qs. They will be matched up with Monaco. Uh, Leverkusen are, I think, still getting used to Xabi as a manager, but the result against Union Berlin. Yeah. Very impressive.
0: Starting to trend in the right direction.
1: And I think the, think the eye test, even though the points haven't mm-hmm. been there, he's still only getting like 1.2 points per game or something. It's only
0: been like two weeks, uh, three weeks.
1: Yeah, but it's still like the results haven't yeah. quite gotten there yet, but I think they passed the eye test under him.
0: More so than before. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, they look like a solid team. They have so to... much talent
0: on that team, you yeah. know?
1: It, it Definitely. I wonder if they'll be making moves in January, too. Maybe. If they'll be saying, like, okay, we need to kind of freshen things up, bring in a couple new faces just to kind of spark something in players. Um, But Monaco also not looking super convincing so far this season. Mm-hmm. Better than Leverkusen, though. But they're... I think they're right now in like fifth or sixth in france Mm -hmm. um and their attack has some really potent players but they just can't seem to get them all clicking at the same time and they still go through spells where none of them are clicking and so i just wonder if they can really put all those guys together like can ben yetter and biel bolo both play a good game at the same time because if they do i think they beat leverkusen but i don't think that's Yeah. Really on the cards for Monica right now.
0: I think the other thing to think about with Leverkusen is that their Wunderkind, Florian Virts, has been out for a little while with with a pretty major knee injury, and he should likely be back. There was rumors that he'd be fit by the World Cup. I don't think that's going to happen, but... This is um, good
1: timing then because they're not, like, rushing him back be, I would expect to him to be
0: back by the new year, and he's their best player. Like, period. He's Like, so, he's the so future good. of German football. He's incredible.
1: Germany has a lot of futures, don't no, they? But he's like, Musiala, Mukoku, Wurz. Well, like, I
0: don't think it's, like, I think it's Verts. I, I agree with you. I from from think what we've seen already in the Bundesliga, he's incredible. God, dude, that Germany and team. And he was in, a huge part of them finishing in the top four last year. Germany, yeah, Germany yeah. team in the future is going to be so good. The U21 group is really good. Oh, him and, I guess, Musiala is the one you'd probably take right now, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, Mukoku might yeah. make the squad, too. I mean, he might yeah. be the starting striker for Germany uh, at <laughs> the World Cup. Yeah,
0: but he uh, finished finish better than Timo, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think it would <laughs> but... Yeah, but... Uh, nah, yeah, I like so... Havertz. I think Leverkusen will be in a better place, much better place, is my guess, come mm-hmm. February. And even though I'm not taking my own advice of picking who would win tomorrow... Yeah. But before Actually, we do to... our predictions,
1: yeah. we should talk about the times they've met before... They played four times, Monaco's 1-2, Leverkusen 1-1, and there was a draw. The last time they played, they were both in the Champions League, not the Europa League. In 2016-17, when Bayer won the home leg and got a draw in France. But Monaco actually topped the group, and do you know who came third? You should know who came third. Wait, what year? (laughs) 2016-17.
0: Oh boy, who could it be? I wonder... uh, The only reason I'm talking about the group...
1: Chicago Fire? (laughs) Close! It's close, actually. Uh, Tottenham, your team, came third behind oh, those two. Just yeah. came Moscow kind of rounding off the group. But uh, that was the Monaco team with Mbappe and Bernardo Silva. Monaco team. Yeah, went to the semi-final.
0: They went ahead and won the French League, but other than that... Yeah, they were
1: they were pretty good. I went to the semifinals was,
0: with the Champions League, no big deal.
1: It was honestly pretty impressive in hindsight that Leverkusen managed to get four points every matchup. Seriously, yeah. yeah.
0: But, yeah, I think Leverkusen will win this, and I don't it's hard to see where, like Monaco, will feel like they are where they are, mm-hmm. like they're solid, but they're not gonna thrill. Yeah, and I think Leverkusen, in a better, pl- a better version of them, is still like a much better team.
1: I agree. I think a clicking Leverkusen is better than a clicking Monaco. Yeah. And right now we haven't seen Leverkusen click. No. So. And I like
0: Javi. Trust in Javi. Yeah. Not Javi. Javi.
1: Bah. Subtle but important difference. Ba 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 ba. All right, should we move on to Spain and the Netherlands where Ba-ba-ba-ba. Sevilla and PSV are matched up? What do you think about this one?
0: I have no idea, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> just, it's a tough one. It's impossible with Sevilla. The thing is, like, there's, I can see so many things. I can see that this break turning out so many ways for them. Like, well, maybe the World Cup actually helps them reset after this nightmare start. They're like, hey, right, everyone take a breather except not a lot of them can take a breather because a lot of them are going to the World Cup. I don't know how many. I haven't looked at the rosters. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and some of them haven't come out. Can, is that mean there's time for Senpali to actually, like, settle? And, I mean, he's been there before, so he doesn't need to settle. But, you know, get his ideas across on the pitch, like, work in training. Does he have time for that? Because, I mean, I assume, like, not everybody in the squad will go, like, not everybody goes to the final, you know? Yeah. So, the question is, how much time will we get on the tr- on, on the training pitch before they get spit back out of the season just a couple days after the World Cup ends? Because it's like, really, like, immediate. Yeah. Like, you immediately go back to your squads. It's not, there's no break. So, like, does that benefit them? Does it detract from what he's trying to build? Will they do some shit in the transfer market? Surely they'll refresh a little bit, right, given their start?
1: I think they have to. I mean, another, they're also, they're an old team, too. Yeah. There's a lot of aging players on there. They yeah. need to bring in some new faces. Another,
0: another... Th- thing with them is though that could benefit them is that that top four is basically not gone for them oh it's totally so gone. i mean this is their best avenue to get into europe
1: like yeah period it, yeah i top six probably gone yeah. at this point Tom- S- comparts league
0: might even be seventh might even be tough. tough yeah so that this is if they if they find themselves in some form then this could be their way to a seventh europe league title and getting An back eight. in An eighth. and getting into the championship League An eighth really
1: yeah they've won seven oh
0: wow yeah um the other thing is, I don't really trust Sam <laughs> like <laughs> at, at all.
1: Mar- he's, only, he's only at one point one. I know he, it hasn't he had a really been very weird wrong, last couple right? of years but... too.
0: Like, obviously, he was at Marseille for a year and a half and mm-hmm. did fine. Yeah, but before that, he was at like Santos and like somewhere. I think somewhere in Brazil, mm-hmm. like Palmeiras, maybe. Yeah, it's just and a really a... weird couple of years where he's bounced yeah. around a lot, and I don't really, I don't, I'm not even sure if I wonder if Sevilla thinks of this more as like an like what he was at Marseille, which is sort of like a bridge ga- stop gap I think bridge he- between somebody who they actually like
1: <laughs> I don't think you can look at Senpali as any other thing but yeah. a, a stop gap I mean yeah. he doesn't last long in places no and honestly the results in Sevilla haven't been great so far no I mean They're he's got a, a lot of work to do
0: I wonder if he's just there to stabilize until the summer mm-hmm. and then they get somebody they should want but yeah maybe that's harsh on him I don't know <laughs> But the thing is, I
1: don't really trust Sevilla. PSV beat Ajax over the weekend. They still look good. Won four in a row. They won four in a row. They look good. Um, That includes wins. Ajax, like you said, at Bodo and Arsenal. That's pretty good four wins And it's good,
0: especially changing managers over the summer. They wondered how, you know, they didn't, Mm -hmm. wasn't sure they'd hold on to any of their best players. So if they continue to hold on to their best players, I think they have a very good chance in this tie. And I think they'll keep pushing Ajax, hopefully, because it's good for the league. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I do think there's also questions as to whether PSV can hold on to some of their better players. Mm -hmm. I mean, like Gakpo is the obvious one that everyone's talked about.
0: Can they hold on to him through the summer or through Through January? January. Mm -hmm. Sangare,
1: yeah, Sangare. Even like Veerman will have some interest from other places. Mm -hmm. I don't think he'll go, but if they can keep
0: Gakpo through January, they're Mm -hmm. in great. I
1: think they keep him and Sangare and Veerman, they'll be fine, and I think they'll advance if they do keep all those players. But their team. To see who's coming in in January, what's the rumor mill spitting out, Mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of those guys were close to moves over the summer.
0: Yeah. For now, I'm going to say PSV, because I'm going to revert back to if they played tomorrow, Mm -hmm. I would pick PSV.
1: Yeah. I would also take PSV, and if they had the same squads in February, I would take PSV. Yeah. Salzburg and Roma is, this is a fun one. The last matchup of the Europa League playoffs, so this is knockout so this is a playoffs. So the
0: underrated juicy tie. I think.
1: This is, I think, a really juicy tie. Jose has put himself in a position to continue working for the European trifecta. Right, he won the Conference League <laughs> last year. Still in the Europa League, uh, yeah. maybe they win it and yeah, they win the Champions League. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they did kind of struggle in the group stage, but they, I think, their fans Boy, will be they're... happy. I think people view Salzburg as worse than they actually are yeah I think it was a really really good Salzburg team I mean I was I'm a Milan fan so I watched them play against Milan and they looked good for all but one game in that group stage yeah uh
0: they, it was a tough group yeah they competed well they could have in a different reality they could have come out of that group mm-hmm. remember they won their group last year in the Champions League yeah they're there and then and they actually gave iron a scare in the first leg last spring too before getting hammered in yeah. munich but whatever you know they're 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 a tough out and they are just like a nightmare to play because they'll just press the shit out of you they'll make you they'll make you sweat like every pass
1: dude they do gegenpressing pressing to the extreme they are yeah. constantly they are, they moving are like
0: the red bull team <laughs> for for like the the in keeping their philosophy
1: yeah to the t they are also like we saw it against particularly against Milan in their Champions League group stage, that sometimes they can get a little tired doing it. Mm-hmm. But that was toward the end of the Champions League campaign, toward the end of this really compressed window of the season. And it'll be a little easier on them to do that in the first yeah. round of plus, the Europa League. I don't right?
0: think, plus, I don't think Roma has the same level of quality to handle it. No, I agree. Yeah, Especially especially like considering Van Alden will still be out. I think the baller will be back. The baller will probably be back. Van Ellen will not be back. So what like what I, I heard
1: rumors that he might Did he break be, his leg? He I think he did, but There's I think no it no back. I think like it was February. just like a smaller fracture. Oh, okay. There's no ways back. So I February. think the, the rumors are that their optimistic timeline uh-huh. would put him right on pace for like okay. the first game. I don't of this. Buy it. So I don't think he'd actually be even yeah. if he's back, I think it'd just be yeah. he's back in training or something, right? Back yeah. so, doing work.
0: Yeah, you just wonder about like that that would require Quality at with your the the ball at your feet in the back and in the midfield Mm -hmm. and when once you if you need to go long which is an option with Tammy Mm -hmm. if you can be clinical which Roma haven't proven to be at all Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) despite having two strikers at again Dabala will help yeah Uh, enormously
0: he'll help but like you know yeah. rather than just like tammy trying to stab at the ball for 90 mm-hmm.
1: minutes but i mean belotti hasn't been much better either he's, i forgot belotti was he's on got one team. goal one that's goal that's
0: terrible dude that's terrible I, what I think
1: they just need to give him a run yeah if tammy comes back and he's not scoring in january just give belotti a run see if he can get some form or something going on mm-hmm. not but, quite so
0: easy to play this style jose without mm-hmm. kane and son is it yeah <laughs>
1: Uh, Salzburg definitely have the tactical advantage, I think, because I Roma, we've seen their back lines, inability to kind of play out of the back effectively and with consistency. Mm-hmm. I mean, Smalling is a very consistent actual defender, mm-hmm. but he's not great with the ball at his feet. Yeah. Uh, Mancini should be, but he's also one of the most psychotic, <laughs> mentally disturbed individuals I've ever seen on a football field. I, he's like Sergio Ramos. If, uh instead of he just being violent yeah. he was also bad <laughs> <laughs> and ibanez makes a lot of mistakes as well so like plus you have... rui patricio yeah <laughs> patricio not great with his feet either <laughs> you have four guys in the back there after saying all that
0: roma is probably gonna win yeah but i'm, well, I'm picking salzburg
1: i do think roma have difference makers though right they like do. pellegrini the bala and Saniolo are guys who can win you a match by themselves yeah. if they're playing at their best form so there's definitely a chance for Roma, um, especially if they are clinical, if they take their chances. I have Salzburg from a tactical perspective. I mm-hmm. think they match up well. Yeah. We'll see how
0: so. this, how Roma looks in February.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, also Salzburg, one of those teams that could get picked apart in January. Indeed.
0: But, you know, they have just have the next line yeah. of kids. So yeah. and, <laughs> I'm never uh, worried about them.
1: The one guy already signed to go in uh, the summer
0: mm-hmm. as
1: well to Leipzig, so... Can't remember. What are you gonna do? Which one it was, but at least one of their big players will be staying. Let's
0: move on to the conference league. Yeah. Where uh, our first matchup sees Karabag pitched against Ghent
1: Ooh, that'll be a fun one. Mm, or think. not? Yeah. <laughs> Might and be. I don't know. Karabag. I thought. Put in I like, like watching Karabag. Yeah, they put in really solid performances.
0: Yeah, they're very unlucky to not go through.
1: I really liked that group. I'm gonna miss that group. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna, You know what? I'm gonna miss that group. Oh, it was fun. hello we were talking about carabag
1: yeah, and then my mom names. called rudely interrupted us. god damn it mom <laughs> no it's we love our mothers here on any given thursday podcast
0: and probably so do the carabag players yeah
1: and hey if you haven't called your mom recently you should do that <laughs> she loves you and she probably misses you so think about that Well, we talk about carabag <laughs> and uh ghent
0: but focus on what we're saying though and then yeah. do do you call your mom call after, your mom after yeah, the, finish show the podcast yes. yeah um uh, and also leave us a five star. Yeah,
1: <laughs> rate us, subscribe, uh, like yeah. our Instagram, and follow our other fans. Yeah, Max uh, is mine. not on there. But I mean, David is he doesn't know he's on there. I tried to get on there, and fans didn't like it. Yeah, yeah I didn't sell well. No,
0: it's probably the mustache. Yeah,
1: it's November, Max. Come on, do you not support men's prostates? Uh, <laughs> uh, just my own. Um, <laughs> uh, I think Carabag
0: will win. There's okay. my take. There's I also my analysis. Carabag will win. That's my analysis. Ghent
1: have not particularly impressed me. No, and... although
0: they're doing ever, ever so slightly better in the league now. Yeah. They're not, they're like up in fifth. This is maybe. one
1: that could change by February. Absolutely, yeah. I could see Ghent getting into some form, yeah. but as of now, taking Carabag. Yeah,
0: and Ghent is no gank, as we know. No.
1: Gank are killing Which
0: American me. is on Ghent? Is it
1: American. Yeah, he's playing really well. I thought it was Tajan Buchanan was the one that was popping in my head, well, but he's too. Canadian.
0: Um, we'll I'll say something quickly. Well, I look uh, it. Up.
1: yeah, so Carabag had a lot of players that really won me over in the group stage. It age. is Mark McKenzie. Okay. I totally forgot that yeah, he. I
0: think he starts for him. Man.
1: Yeah. Totally forgot he existed.
0: Cool. Well, that's that game. Yeah. Milan Il Traps at the sport Drew Basil. Basil. And Basil. You seen Faulty Towers. Basil. Basil. Uh, I think this one well, it's never straightforward with Trabson's Sport. but I think, in this case, unless something drastically changes for Basel, I think this is pretty straightforward.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean,
0: Basel have been
1: really, really rough this so season. Bad, dude. They're still still really close to the champions league even spots though they're in like seventh of ten teams yeah it's really condensed there yeah. after young boys
0: they're closer to the champions league spots than they are to zurich and last so. yeah oh, well <laughs> we should compare them zurich is still seven points from safety oh man that's gonna be
1: so sad <laughs> seeing them in the second tier Can against you, the badus against
0: <laughs> we're gonna have to cover the second tier of switzerland next year yeah it's like a, it's in a, depth it's our well. own branch off podcast <laughs>
1: uh yeah, Trabzonspor probably disappointed to have dropped out of the Europa League, but Ferencváros yeah. put in a great performance, so I don't they think did, they can they be upset them a little bit, yeah. too mad. And
0: Trabzonspor, might, given the right draws here, might favor a deep run.
1: Yeah, I uh, pulled out a poll on Twitter asking which Turkish team would go the farthest. Trabzonspor won that poll. How many votes did you get? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> was it one? No, it was double digits. <laughs> was it one Trabs and Spore fan? <laughs> it was double digits. Or was, was you. it you on your personal? It was. Account. It was nineteen votes. Oh, okay, nice, nice. And uh, Trabs and Spore did pretty well. Bashakcha here were close to them. Civaspor okay. got zero votes despite yeah. having a bye. <laughs> fair so enough they th- more people think Trabzonspor sport will win two games than think Sivasspor sport will win one <laughs> yeah um, i don't think this one is particularly close or interesting. No. they did meet pretty recently in the 2019 europa league they were in a group together and basel won two nothing at home and drew in turkey 2-2 so maybe basel knows how to play against turkish teams those
0: are those were different eras i
1: think it was <laughs> i'd have Trabzonspor sport advancing pretty easily same yeah. uh, lazio, lazio. Whoa! What was that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Lazio and Cluj. <laughs> wow, this is so weird. We're on the same wavelength right now. Uh, Lazio got probably about as nice a draw as they could have gotten. Yeah, a Kluge lot of it. A, a lot of Italian teams were saying that on Monday. A lot of Italian fans were very happy with their <laughs> draw. <laughs> I don't like Cluj at all. I yeah. don't like watching them. They're very boring to
0: watch. Fuck them.
1: Um, talent <laughs> That's, that's my take. Is Fuck Cluj. Yeah, this is
0: probably this is definitely the biggest mismatch of any. Mm. I Although think it, we
1: say that, but in 2019, they were in the same group. Oh my! And uh, Lazio won won nothing in Italy, but Cluj won in Romania. Oh wow! And Cluj advanced out of the group. Wow! With Celtic ahead of wow Lazio, and ironically, Ren.
0: That's so embarrassing for Lazio.
1: <laughs> yeah, I so, think
0: I think group stage is kind of a different game. You know, mm-hmm. I don't trust Lazio long term at all, in any phase of life
1: in syria the copa italia Politics. the conference league, d- but definitely not but
0: i think this in this case like even if they went to Cluj and got like a ho-hum result they'd mm-hmm. still kick their ass at home you know yeah i don't i think that yeah this is as big a talent gap as any in either competition mm-hmm. yeah. it's
1: any in europe probably yeah
0: that was certainly
1: yeah uh so i have Lazio advancing because i just think that they need to advance they're way too good to yeah. go out oh stage. my god!
0: This would be one of the biggest upsets in European history if they win. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Should we move down to Botogland and Lek Poznan is Why the next not? matchup? Do you have any thoughts about this matchup?
0: Um, I think I I wonder Lek is one of the weirdest teams in in Europe this year mm-hmm. in terms of the difference of form and domestic and European. The they're coming off. A hot fresh win against VRL Ooh, hot, hot, against hot. the backups of VRL still very impressive result for them remember they, I keep harping on this, but they did lose only 4-3 to VRL in Spain, mm-hmm. before Emery left, Yeah, playing a good team so, Lek are prone to sp- spring some surprises, they they can they can get a little spicy in the attack Ooh, spicy, spicy. and I wouldn't be shocked if say, I don't know who's drawn where here, who gets who's home first
1: Um, let me check right now. I know it's based on who was the team dropping down. So, Bodo dropped down, so they'll be home first, and then Lek get the second leg at home.
0: That could be interesting. I mean, if Lek can, like, not get blown out in Norway, Mm -hmm. especially because Bodo is one of the teams on summer schedule, so Mm -hmm. they'll be... I mean, it didn't really affect them last year. Yeah. But, you know, they won't have a lot of game time there. They'll mostly just be... This is probably the first competitive game they play this season. Yeah. So, you know, it's possible... There's a scenario where Bodo comes in a little rusty, wins like 2-1 or something, and then Lek like, goes apeshit in front of their crazy fans.
1: I could see that scenario. I could definitely see that scenario. I do also think Bodo aren't a team that typically blows people out. No. You know, they're very pragmatic. They're more likely to win a game. They blew 1-0 uh, or 2-1. That's true. <laughs> they did blow Rome out. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> but... I do. I think Bodo are a better team. Mm-hmm. I think the talent gap here is pretty sizable. Yeah, I think. Although not I say take, that, not but like take Leck, but. Leck held up against Villarreal, who they should beat Bodo as well. So it. I think it'll be tougher than you might think when you see Leck yeah. Posnan on the schedule. But yeah. I still think Bodo. Wins.
0: I think Bodo go through. I think Leck get at least a draw in their home leg.
1: Okay. Then next we had. Probably the biggest, well, no, not probably. The biggest matchup of the Conference League. Yeah. Definitely Europa League worthy. It's Indeed. It's Braga from Portugal. Indeed they Will are. be facing Fiorentina from Italy. Indeed they are. Yeah. Massive game. Uh, Fiorentina been clicking recently. Yeah,
0: Fiorentina will hate this draw, though. Oh, yeah, this is they a They could have f- gotten Cluj. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their
1: compatriots get Cluj. I mean, every other Italian team is sitting there. I guess they could have
0: gotten Cluj. They, but you know oh, yeah. you're right. They could have gotten AEK or whatever.
1: Every other Italian team is sitting there being like, oh, wow, what a great draw for us uh, this, yeah. e- this year. Finally. And then is like, oh, God really? God, why us?
0: <laughs>
1: They're like, one team has to play a tough opponent. Yeah. I um, suppose
0: they wouldn't have wanted to play. Could they not play other Italian teams in this state? No, they can't okay, play Okay, that like would have been awesome, though. <laughs> they So, the sport is tough. Bodo's tough. I mean, there's not a lot of these teams dropping down are kind of you know, Carabag. Oh, but yeah, they're
1: definitely... Every team that dropped down is, I think, a team that is capable of beating anybody else in the sure. competition.
0: Braga is definitely not one of the ones they would have wanted. Though.
1: No. Uh, Braga, obviously, a very, very good team. But they've been kind of up and down, a little mediocre this season. They
0: can't, the whole thing we've been harping on is they, can't, they haven't seemed to beat any of the better teams yeah. in the league and Mm -hmm. they yes they beat Unio in 1-0 one time but they didn't offer almost anything in Mm -hmm. the reverse leg that kind of decided the group and you know they couldn't beat St. Joao's at home which also caught was very costly to them so they I mean they any team that's and I think the same thing I think they've lost to Sporting they lost to Porto I think like they they haven't seemed to and they lost to uh, what is it Casapia, Casapia who's in fourth right now
1: yeah Casapia had a great season but yeah it is after the P result, after dropping out of the Europa League, I've started mm. seeing some murmurs around like the Portuguese Twitter sphere Uh-oh. and not Portuguese football. About Art, <laughs> it's wild, <laughs> but there's a lot of people kind of question whether Arthur Jorge is really the right guy to leave Braga.
0: Ooh, I love it. Even though they're in second or yeah. whatever, <laughs> no, I they're think in third, they're in third.
1: Their expectations are to be yeah. competing for and winning the title, right? Oh, really? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. fans. It's what they're gonna. Expect right. Dude, I don't know about that, but recently they've been a little out of form. They're I've... still third, but
0: yeah, I, I we they haven't proven that they can beat other good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so Fiorentina is a pretty good team. Yeah. So it,
1: in my mind, I think Fiorentina are a slight. I, it's very slight, but I think they are a slightly more talented team. I think. I agree. I think their midfield in particular mm-hmm. is I think a they're step above. But Braga's, but they have some question marks whether they can get performances out of striker and right wing in particular. Right it, right now, Kwame and Jovic are playing really well, mm-hmm. and they look like a team that could be competing to get a Champions League spot, almost, right? But when they're not playing well, they look like a relegation team <laughs> because <laughs> the drop-off they're when trendy. those two guys are out of form is just horrific, and they can't score. They'll create, like, five goal opportunities and score zero of them.
0: Yeah, they're very trendy.
1: Mm-hmm. But So it will be interesting to see what Fiorentina shows up, what their form yeah. looks like when they come into this. I would love
0: to see what they're like, and
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Right now, I'm going to pick Fiorentina
1: mm-hmm. I also pick Fiorentina. I also think this is Fiorentina's best pathway that is to Europe
0: it definitely is. It is they're already if they fall any further off the pace for seventh
1: mm-hmm.
0: which well, is possible I mean they're already pre- their top four is obviously that for them it's not a thing to think about anyway really no, but yes
1: but top top especially with the start Udinese had mm-hmm. and Sassuolo looks pretty solid top this six year. seven
0: looks looks like it's almost out of the question at this yeah. point with with Atalanta returning to form, mm-hmm. so yeah, this making a deep run here could be the best part of their season. Yeah, and Braga, I really want to pick them, but I can't pick them right yeah. now. Yeah, this they is something. To show more. Something about them that doesn't they to feel show like they can
1: beat a team like Fiorentina. They have to show more. Should move over to Cyprus, and yeah, I guess whatever. Technically Poland instead of Ukraine, but AEK, Lenarka and Dnipro One get matched up. Uh, Lenarka are the last hope for Cyprus after a really disappointing group stage for the island nation
0: but they're still they still did wonders for their coefficient this year. oh yes the they. qualification they're still winners overall great. they're still winners in my book mm-hmm.
1: uh denipro <laughs> have been excellent in domestic play mm-hmm. and they look pretty good in their group stage as well
0: yeah they're pretty much matching chokhtar's results so mm-hmm. far in the leading
1: yeah they also had a cypriot team in their group stage oh wow well. they sure so maybe did. that maybe. gives them a little little they took them, took them out edge. for a
0: ride mm-hmm.
1: There's a little mental edge. They know what it's like going down to Cyprus. They know what a visit there <laughs> they know what a entails. Visit to Cyprus
0: is like. You know, <laughs> they're, they're like know. we know what
1: hotels to book. Where to go out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. Um, they did play last year though in the Europa League qualifiers, and AEK won both by both legs with an aggregate scoreline of five to one. Wow. So
0: that's interesting because Pro is such a different team from them, mm-hmm. and weirdly better. Yeah, and they it's... have and they have
1: dog pick. pick's been great i mean Mm -hmm. he's joint top uh for goals and assists five five goals goals, so far yeah which joint top as well um he's looked so so good yeah it's weird to think that a team from ukraine is in a better spot talent wise than they were last year given that the league as a whole has lost so much talent Mm -hmm. but yeah right now i think denipro the way they're playing the form they're in the the consistency of their performances overall competition yeah i'd have them as slight favorites I do as well. I pick them to advance. Sick. Right. Sheriff and Partizan. This is a tough one.
0: Partizan. Oh. oh. It's harmony.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's not really been an opportunity for Sheriff to show what they're about yet. And I think this is like the first time we'll really get to see what this Sheriff is like. I mean, Ammonia did not put in performances against them. Ammonia looked really, really bad. Mm-hmm. But then Sheriff had to play Sociedad and United. And so I don't think they were able to show where they fit in among like the kind of mid-level teams in the European competitions. So I really, really don't know what to expect from them in this matchup. Yeah, me neither. Like Partizan, I feel a little more confident in though because we've seen them play against Cole and Nice and put in good performances
0: but not against Slovakia for some reason
1: not against Slovakia for some reason so maybe there's the chance there maybe they're only good against teams from big nations (laughs) i think there is a
0: chance here for sheriff actually but i it's just hard to say that their quality up front is enough to Mm -hmm. to put in the performances to score enough goals (laughs) like period like i just don't think they can score enough um so i'm gonna tentatively pick Partizan.
1: Yeah. And um, uh, you should know that they did meet once before. Should I know the... that? No, I'm telling you. Just before you make your choice. In the 2005 Champions League qualifiers, oh, wow. Partizan won both legs. Sheriff sure uh, was a team then? I honestly <laughs> did not know they existed until a few years ago. So that was news to me that they were in the 2005 <laughs> Champions League qualifiers. Partizan, I expected that, right? But... Yeah, I also have partisan Advancing. just feel like I know them more. I have more confidence in what mm-hmm. I can expect from them. Uh, Ludogorets and Anderlecht are going to round out our Conference League matchups. Nice. It's been one of the worst seasons in a long time for Anderlecht. Yeah, they saw it. Yeah. Form's come around a little bit. They've been playing better in the last four. They haven't lost in four games. Um, they have a lot of young players. So maybe there's room for growth come February. Jan Vertonghen? Jan Vertonghen very young. <laughs> Fabio Silva. Hey, he's still going to be on that Belgian team, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he should be starting for this Anderlecht team, too. He's probably starting for the Belgium team. So, Yeah. Uh, Is he not? The Anderlecht team? Yeah. He wasn't for a
0: while. Oh, really? But he's a he starting era,
1: new he? manager, interim manager, who we'll talk about in a bit. Oh. He has been... That's called foreshadowing. He started Jan Vertonghen and benched Wesley Huitz, <gasps> whose name I probably mispronounced. I mispronounce it every time I try to say it. It comes out a different it way.
0: Spelled?
1: H-O-E-D-T. H o what e d t, hood, hood,
0: hood, hood. H o wait, say it again. H-O-E-D-T. Oh, e yeah. Hooda, hooda. If it's Dutch, yeah. Oh,
1: it's Dutch. Yeah. Hood. hood, 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 hood. Yeah. I thought you said e- yeah. Hood. I, think, hood. I think. Hood. Yeah. I should know how to say hood. it because like he's a pretty notable player. So if it's played a, for Anderlecht, if, like it, he's been on That's Moxio Dutch. In then Hampton, it's but. hood. I think. Okay. Something akin to hood. Yeah, it's just every time I try to say it, it comes out a different way. It comes out a different way for me, and I cannot be consistent with it. I've heard announcers say his name so many times, (laughs) but it's kind of crazy how poor he's been for Underlect, given the pedigree he came to them with. He played. He was on Saints. Yeah, he was on Southampton, Celta Vigo, Lazio. How old is he? Twenty-eight. Oh, so you're like trending down, down down, <laughs> down, down, down. In a burning hoot, are fire. you down, 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 down? Oh, is he hoot. actually Dutch? I thought he was like, Dutch, yeah, he's Dutch Belgium, but like Dutch Belgium, Bel- maybe he's from Alkmaar. No, so. so he's Dutch. Okay, no, it literally says yeah, literally well, he's says he's from the Netherlands, but like he <laughs> could be. And he
0: went on up with AZ, so he's Dutch.
1: Okay, I don't know where AZ is, maybe they were near the Belgian border. I don't know where Alkmaar is. My geography of the Netherlands is very lacking. How dare you? Oh wow, they're very Dutch. Yeah, they're yeah. way up there.
0: Yeah, the further north, the further away from Belgium you get, the more Dutch you are.
1: That sounds true to me.
0: Half of Be- Be- more than half of Belgium is Dutch, anyway. So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Like Antwerp is basically... They literally have Beneta. the line on the maps, on Google Maps. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> Belgium's such a weird Look at that. They literally,
0: have dr- they literally have a drawn... like Belgium
1: really line. shouldn't exist, should it? No,
0: it shouldn't exist at all. All the big cities are in the Dutch part, too. No mm-hmm. big deal.
1: Maybe that's why we need a Benelux League.
0: Liège and Charleroi is... Charleroi. Whatever! I don't speak fucking French. I only Dutch. Yeah, okay. Um
1: Liege. I, I do support a Benelux League. This is an aside, but we should... They need to combine. I think it's the only chance they have to compete with the big boys, but...
0: The most Belgian Dutch city is Maastricht. Maastricht? Maastricht. Maastricht.
1: That's the most Belgian Dutch city?
0: Well, it's just really... I mean, look at this little, oh, little panhandle that's thing. still in the Netherlands? Yeah, isn't that wild? Wow. That's, that's the Netherlands.
1: That is such... That's like a West Virginia-esque Dude, that's like gerrymand- right a gerrymandering map. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like what happened with our uh, 2020 elections yeah. in the US. <laughs> I know, this is not a,
0: a geography or a political podcast, but it could be if you want to. It could to be. Make, we can turn leave it into some a comments, political history podcast. Leave some comments. David kind of dressed like a redneck today, so...
1: i always dress... <laughs> It's really hard to tell whether I dress like a redneck or someone who only listens to grunge in 1992.
0: Well, if anyone else is still listening, I think Ludegretz will win. <laughs>
1: I also think Ludigretz will win.
0: Sick. Anything to say about them? Uh, Other than how awesome they are?
1: They look really solid against Roman you know, They were absolutely
0: and... robbed of the, of the advancing I mean, second. I think all those calls were correct. Absolutely just, robbed. All those calls disgrace. were correct. It's just rough that they... Fire all the refs. It was a Collusion. It's job. just
1: it's just unfortunate that they had too many close calls.
0: Stop the steal.
1: <laughs> okay, and we're back on politics. Should we move on to our new segment that we're our, introducing today? Our hot new segment. Our hot, hot, hot new segment. Thought. Uh, it's called hot or not or thought or thought hot not or thought. Is it a thought? Is it hot? Is it not? Are these thoughts we'll hot out. or not? We'll, we'll find out. So we've collected some hot. Uh, <laughs>
0: have we now
1: (laughs) that was a weird pause (laughs) we collected some hot (laughs) we collected some hot takes that either we've seen on the internet thought of ourselves our friends have texted us in earnest and said without a hint of irony in their statement Mm -hmm. um and we're going to talk about whether we think these are good takes whether they're genuine hot takes whether they're not whether they're ice cold and should be put in the oven to spice them up a little bit <laughs> is that what you do to things that are cold yeah you gotta heat them up you better put them in the microwave microwave gives you cancer oh my god all right well that's that's an aside <laughs> so we're just going to go through some hot takes that we've seen either on the internet from other people in the general media maybe espn said something ludicrous and we want to talk do, about it yeah say a lot looking at
0: you espn fc yeah Ooh. bunch of phonies
1: they really are oh man i hate espn fc but, but that's uh, that's the point uh, the first one yeah. that we've heard, uh, this is one that I did hear from a major news network, is that the winner of Manchester United and Barcelona will win the Europa League.
0: I think that's not super hot. Yeah?
1: Why, I, think that's, not? I think that's a thought. You think that's a thought? I think that's a thought. Why do you think that? I, think, here.
0: I think United will still not be one of the most talented, informed teams in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll run up against a bad matchup, perhaps, probably Barcelona. Yeah. And I think Barcelona will have a similar issue they did last year, which is they run into a team that's uh, a little sharper tactically than them, and maybe they have their eye on a big game in the weekend. And mm-hmm. also, it's the Europa League. Like, it's not, it's just not where they should be. Yeah. So I don't think a team that doesn't want to be in the competition will win the competition.
1: Mm-hmm. Reminds me a lot of, uh, like college bowls when teams feel like they deserved either to be in like one of the New Year's Six bowls and they didn't get it or a team wanted to be in the playoff or the BCS National Championship and they didn't get it then they come out and they get smoked by talking about American football. Yes, I am. Ew. They get absolutely smoked by a team that's just excited to be there and was like really happy that they won their conference championship and got a chance to go to the bowl game. So we see that all the time where better teams just camp it in a performance because they don't feel like they belong that's what happened to them to frankfurt
0: in the quarterfinals last year mm-hmm. uh, i think mm-hmm. we could see another thing like that or they could just run into like uh another big club yeah. who who is a little thirstier than them you know what i mean yeah. I like think... they could run into ajax they could run into leverkusen they could run into sevilla psv they could run into salzburg roma they could run into Dude, i don't know i wouldn't want to play you if yeah, i not a big team could... They I'd rather run. play
1: Juve if I'm a bad team. There's just a lot of
0: good teams in the Europa League this yeah. year, and I, I could see um, there's not a lot of easy easy fixtures, matchups.
1: You know what's a weird hot take I have spinning off of this one? Is that I think Barca should beat United. I think Barca will beat United. I agree. I think United have a better chance to win the Europa oh, League. Oh, I love that. It's right, so I just, nuanced. I don't think Barca are a team that can win this competition. I think that they don't want to be here. So for them, if they face a <laughs> team like a Betis... Or Salzburg. Can I, I just circle back, though, to when,
0: it. to, uh, at the start of the, all these European campaigns where you predicted Barcelona would win the Champions League. Hey,
1: hey. <laughs> <laughs> I also...
0: He said, There's no way they could win the Europa League. I put money on three <laughs> teams. They did, could win the Champions League.
1: I put money on three teams. Uh-huh. Barca and Juve, because the odds were um, incredible. Uh-huh. And, uh, obviously that bit me in the butt. <laughs> but I also... What you meant was the Europa League. I also put money on Bayern, and they look pretty good. So no oh, the dog's cute right now oh he's always cute good boy good boy we will have to do a video podcast
0: it's just him. it's just serious yeah uh um, but let's go to our next hot not a thought
1: not yeah not. uh the second hot takes this is one i was listening to a podcast well actually a couple podcasts that talked about this and it said juventus will turn it around in the second half of the season and finish top four. Oh, top four top four Five, they dude. are only right now i believe three points off top four oh, God it. in italy so if they win their last two games That's exactly what happened last year. Only two points now it's only two annoying. points off it of, yeah they've won four league games in a row only allowed seven goals but their goal against xg is like 15 mm-hmm. so it's not like they've totally mm-hmm. shut teams out it's just no. they've gotten a little lucky defensively yeah. i think
0: well the top four i don't think is reflective at all in italy of what it will be i think really I think Napoli and Milan will absolutely be in the top four. Mm-hmm. I do not think Lazio or Atalanta will be in the top four. Okay. So, I think Inter will be up there, mm-hmm. and so that leaves the last one up for grabs, literally between Lazio, Atalanta, uh, Juve, and and Roma. And I think it's very possible that Juve is that team. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah, it'd be really. <laughs> they always. They always a find really a way.
1: Shame if that's the final. Top four is it's very possible.
0: Yeah. It's the same as last year.
1: Yeah, but. I I think it's very possible. I agree. I think this is a hot take. I think it's the. I think it's a right take. I actually think UVA right now. I think they have a better chance of finishing top four than Inter do. Yeah, they're playing probably pretty. They're not playing super well, but they're like
0: have an unwillingness to spend. Yeah, at the moment, unwillingness
1: or I mean, it's they can't. Yeah, they cannot get money out of the ownership because of the China stuff. China, China, it's all China. China, we're back on politics. They're ruining Inter. Uh, but it's, Inter can't you know what I spend. say?
0: I say you should sell Inter. Inter deserves to be one of the best players in the world. Sell, they should sell Inter.
1: But they can't make a profit right now because they're not looking very good. Um, what happens
0: when you don't stand up to China?
1: <laughs> but anyway, uh, before Max goes full Donald Trump on us, I think that they look pretty good right now. I think the fact that they were forced to play the kids and it's working... Is a good sign for the second half of the season. Chiesa coming back. You're talking, talking about all this. Is a different maker. Yeah. Uh, my sub hot take is that Paul Pogba doesn't fit in as a starter I think, right now. I uh, yeah. I mean he'll start. Or he will. They will yeah. force him in there. I'm but, as
0: I said before. I'm not at all convinced Pogba will ever play soccer again. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't
1: look, trust it at all. When I look at the the midfield that they ran out against Inter, which I consider to be their best midfield right now, I mean it's Locatelli. He, Pogba's not playing defensive mid, right? He's not going to be the Regista-type player that's going to sit back. So you have to keep starting right, with Not Italy. an Italian podcast. Keep yeah. going. Uh, Rabio, who is, is bad, but he's playing really, really well right now. And Fagioli. It's like... Who's Fagioli he? redeems it. Yeah, who's he? he? 19? 18? 19, I think. He is twenty. I oh, was twenty-one. Yeah, that's older than we kid, thought. That's good. That's in such Italy, a classic Italian yeah. youth thing, especially in it's like, Juve. It's like, oh, he's
0: such a—he's too—he's not young enough for game time.
1: Yeah, Moretti's only nineteen now. Yeah, okay. So that's, that's
0: proper youth. When I look at those guys, I'm like,
1: I just don't see how Pogba makes him better. there goes right won
0: MVP when he's was twenty-one. So.
1: Yeah not impressed well Kavar Skelly is the best player in the world at 20 next weeks, so. let's move into
0: something non-Italian alright
1: yeah yeah. next non-Italian one well only one of these hot takes relates to Italy so calm down is <laughs> this is what we talk about it for like 30 Robin minutes, Veldman so. the interim Underlect manager should be made permanent manager
0: I have no take on this because I this. haven't watched the play very much
1: yeah so Underlect are currently on a four game unbeaten run since he took over that includes a draw at Antwerp Whoa. which is a pretty good result uh beating Silkborg on whoa. the road to get out of the group stage at the Dragons, style Bucharest, whatever and a win over Upen, right but I think whoa um, not Upen, yeah yeah Upen. <laughs> I think a big part of it is also the conversation around like how he's handled the team in that time spell so he benched Wesley Hoot for Jan Vertonghen which people were like "Ooh, like that's kind of a, a risk and then throughout a pretty different squad when they played Antwerp that surprised a lot of people and well, another key thing was he pulled Fabio Silva very early, How early? Silva like around like the 60 55th oh. or something mm-hmm. and Fabio Silva was very upset right oh really he, he smacked something oh yeah and that really pouty and then in the interview afterward after the game you know the manager Velman came out and was talking about it he's like look i mean he's a teenager right he's gonna react like this this is a learning moment for him is he not well, yeah. he was talking about him being young he's saying it in bam 20 nice saying it in a foreign language that i don't yeah. speak right yeah <laughs> so he's
0: talking so about it his... actually we're you have no idea what he said you're just imagining <laughs> yeah you were watching uh, the press was... conference in in dutch yeah. or french or whatever you're speaking in. i had google translate yeah and you're like oh this is pr- this is what the, i would say i had, had to I google translate
1: say. and, and uh, belgian articles. <laughs> so he's talking about how young he is and that it's a learning curve and that like he is excited to see that reaction because he wants his players to be upset when they're not playing well mm-hmm. and that he just needs to learn to like channel that reaction into something different than smacking things on the sideline <laughs> right but i just think like his actions and smacking like smacking things is not hot not hot but like pulling fabio silva pretty early benching hood it's i think it's i told you i can't pronounce it the same way twice i just think it's the actions of somebody who is uh knows what the team needs and knows what the team's going to respond to and feels confident in Uh, it that sounds hot to me so i think it's a hot take that's a hot take uh the other one i've seen is this is our last one not will be relegated this season
0: i think that's a thought take
1: you think that's a thought take i do why
0: uh, I just think they have. They still have. They still have. Musa Sissoko. <laughs> <laughs> That's your reason. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like they're gonna. They're about to have a that Obviously, another players are gonna go to the World Cup. They'll have a little break. They're just a point clear of seventeenth right now, which would send them down. Mm-hmm. But look at the four teams. The four teams beneath them should be worse than them. Like, Jacquier worse than them. Strasbourg worse than Strasbourg should be better. Strasbourg should maybe be better than Ajaccio. Brest I think are worse. Alger have proven to be worse Alger, bad Montpellier and toir are also in really bad form like I think I think there's this like from 13 down I think they're like I think all those eight teams I think I think twa Trois- non should be able to climb a couple of spots I don't think they'll finish higher than 13th this yeah. year but and maybe for a while they'll be caught up in that but I just think they have too much quality on their team I think and I think they'll get eliminated fast by Juve. So <laughs> yeah. they should have lots of time uh, to to rest and recover and really, like, prep for these League 1 matches. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that they still have six weeks between the World Cup and the Juve.
1: Yeah, League 1. <laughs> what? It's, just, it's just so weird to hear it said in English instead of League 1. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, yeah, but,
0: uh... I mean, I think I think they're... I obviously, they're in bad shape. But, like, I think they're better than they're standing right now. I, I think a point a game... Like, like to through the end of the season, should is pretty manageable.
1: I agree with you. I think, also, when they come back, and you're right, getting eliminated, probably, against Juve, I don't see them making a deep run in Europe. Not and I think all. that'll really benefit their ability to stay up. I yeah. mean Like, they just don't have the squad depth to compete on multiple fronts. No, they mm-hmm. don't.
0: There's yeah. always going to be a challenge for them. And I think when... Especially because they won through the cup. Like, like they didn't qual- like Yeah. They're they were not, not prepared a, for this.
1: They're not a big team. They're not built for this yeah. at this point. But... All right, and but I think Moose is Hissoko, Moose so. is Hissoko. The Moose. Oh, the Moose is loose. The Moose. <laughs> all right, I think that's all we have yeah. for everybody today. Yeah, I'm done. Thanks for for joining us. I'm over it. Listening along and reacting to the draws with us. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! whoa. That's a reaction.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll use that as our uh, screen grab for our YouTube. Oh, whoa! <sighs> so thanks for thanks for joining us. Thanks for putting up with Max today. Say you know, mood one more time.
0: Hoot.
1: What? Hoot, hoot. Hoot, hoot. Hoot. Hoot hoot.
0: Hoot hoot. The dog is not interested. Not abused. <laughs> so over this. Right, that's right. a sign. Yeah. So I goodbye. We, I think we're going to log off. Goodbye. Cheers to the gathering. Cheers.